Everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here for Leadership Conversations. This is the show where we talk about leadership according to the world that matters to you. I wanted to answer the question, uh, what do you need money for when you launch a nonprofit? Now, people believe that a nonprofit shouldn't make a profit, shouldn't make money, shouldn't have resources, and should live and die off of the donations of people who feel empathetic and sympathetic for the cause that the nonprofit exists for. And I think that is uh, a misunderstanding of what nonprofits actually do. That's a misunderstanding of what nonprofits actually need when it comes to resources and uh, money. So the question is, what do you need money for when you're launching a nonprofit? Now, there are a number of things you need money for. And I just wanted to quickly go down this list that I put together so that you can have some perspective about why your nonprofit needs money. And then also, if you're not a nonprofit leader, but you're giving and you want to know where your money goes or you don't understand why nonprofits continue to fundraise, perhaps this is helpful for you to do as well. So here's a, a, a not a comprehensive list, but a relatively short list of things that nonprofits need to pay for. Now, before I go into this list, let me just say this. And I, I say this often. Nonprofits are businesses, too. Nonprofits are no different from for-profit entities except for the tax structure and except for what happens to the profits at the end of the fiscal year of that organization. For a for-profit entity, LLC, LLP, uh, whatever other structure you decide to work with or utilize at the end of the fiscal year or the nonprofit, whether it's used for programming, supporting the nonprofit or going back into its savings, which is a good thing if you have a, if you have a nonprofit to have savings so that you can carry over in the event of a downturn economically or even when grants run out, which can happen. So what do nonprofits need money for? Just like any other business, nonprofits need money to pay rent. Nonprofits have offices. And the offices are places where the leaders, the managers, supervisors, and staff conduct their work. Uh, without the offices, where is the nonprofit going to go to do what it does? It's essential for the nonprofit to have somewhere to go to do its work. In addition, is if the work of a nonprofit is completely tied to and connected to uh, services to another person, i.e. customers, i.e. members of a specific community that benefits from these services, then an office is necessary for that nonprofit to have, not only for the workers, not only for the staff and the team members, but also for customers who are coming in and need somewhere to go to receive the services that are being provided by the nonprofit. In addition to paying rent or paying a mortgage, a nonprofit needs to pay its utility bills. We need to make sure the lights are on or the heat is on or the gas is on or the water is on. All those essentials are necessary to make sure customers and team members are comfortable. If you ever sat in a, sat in a cold building or in a cold home or sat in a building with no water or no electricity, uh, hopefully you haven't. But if you have, you know how uncomfortable it is, let alone it's uncomfortable to work in that type of environment. I don't know why people think nonprofits don't have to pay bills. They do. They got to pay bills to make sure it's warm in the wintertime, to make sure it's cool in the summertime, to make sure there's lights provided, to make sure there's water so that when you go to the bathroom, wash your hands, there's water or you can get something to drink, etc. You need basic utilities and that's necessary for nonprofits. Here's another thing nonprofits need to pay for. They need to pay for people. 
They need to pay staff. Nonprofits, while, yes, they don't, quote, keep the profits at the end of the year, they still have expenses relative to employees. Employees are expensive and they cost money. Well, what's involved in that? Well, you already know the answer to that. It's what's involved in keeping employees around is paying them a salary, paying their benefits and other things that you may contribute to their satisfaction to stay there. Now, while people will always say, I love what I do and I'm here not because of the money, because I can get a job elsewhere. Okay, you know, we'll we'll leave that alone. Uh, But the reality is people do come to work for a paycheck. They got to pay their own bills. They have to pay their mortgage, their car note, their kids tuition. They got to pay for soccer practice. They got to get grocery bills or get groceries. They got to put gas in their car, etc. So nonprofits have to pay their staff some sort of salary. And it may not be the greatest salary, which is is a plight of nonprofits, but it's a salary nonetheless. They got to pay medical coverage. Uh, Many nonprofits offer retirement packages, etc. Life insurance packages, dental packages, eye packages for your eyes, right? And so those things cost money and nonprofits have to cover that. Nonprofits also pay for insurance, not only just medical insurance for staff, but liability insurance for the facility, liability insurance for programming, etc. maybe for the board as well. Those expenses that come out of the nonprofit expenses. Here are some more. Uh, nonprofits need tools and supplies. I, I know that we're, quote, nonprofits, right? But you still need tools and supplies to do your job. Pens, papers, copiers, right? Um, what else am I missing? Notepads, if you will. But then you also need more modern tools like a tablet or a computer. <laughs> Some nonprofits uh, use cell phones, uh, projectors. I mean, it, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's no different from any other business. The point I'm making is your nonprofit needs that stuff. And if you're supporting a nonprofit and you're getting mad because the nonprofit is purchasing a new stash of laptops or tablets for its staff, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. you know what cracks me up? It really is not funny, but when nonprofits are utilizing computer uh, hardware that's 20 years old, And they do that because, quote, they're saving money or they can't raise the money to get it or a donor who was going to get it just changed their mind because they didn't don't see the benefit of a nonprofit having modern tools. Let me just put something in perspective. When you give your money to a nonprofit, you're expecting to get something in return. Now, mind you, you're not going to get a payout of dollars. So the only thing you can get in return for your money is results. Results are outcomes for what you've invested in. If you're doing youth services, you want to see youth served and and you want to see to make sure the youth uh, meet specific uh, benchmarks. Right. But same thing if you're serving homeless, same thing you're doing workforce development or any other nonprofit. It's about benchmarks. And notice what I'm saying. Benchmarks are different from KPIs, which uh, is no different from the verbiage you hear in the for profit industry. The difference is when you meet your KPIs, there is usually a profit associated with that that goes that gets paid out to the investors or the owners of the business. The only thing in nonprofits, once benchmarks are made, your money has been properly used, hopefully. And uh, you have the satisfaction knowing that people got served and the only return a nonprofit gets is the possibility of receiving new grant funding or renewed funding to continue the work. Somewhat similar, a little different. Now, when you want a return on your money with a nonprofit, 
you also expect the nonprofit to keep up with the data and to keep up with the information relative to every customer. If your nonprofit, the one you're leading or the one you're investing in or giving to, does not have modern tools, computers, etc., tablets, etc., to capture client data, then how is it possible for them to use modern software on old tools? You can't use a computer from 2003 to capture a client data on a software system that is active right now. If your nonprofit has software that is current and is web-based, but the hardware is from 2003, it's highly unlikely that this software and hardware will be compatible. Hardware was different back then. Even hardware that is six years old, five years old can be difficult to use with modern software that is web-based, but also fast and, and, and it's expansive, right? And when you talk about capturing results, you're not only talking about capturing the name and the address of a person, you're, you're capturing case notes, you're capturing data points and check-ins, you're uploading client documents. Uh, in many cases, you may see nonprofits nowadays, at least the one I work with, we utilize tablets to scan documents. We don't use uh, 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 printers anymore. Anymore. We don't use the scanners or printers anymore. We use the tablets. And that stuff goes to our data system. It's intended to keep us mobile and keep us as modern as possible. So when you frown upon or when you block your nonprofit from getting updated software, updated hardware, updated technology, you're stopping your nonprofit from progressing, from being mobile, from being responsive to the needs of customers. And you're stopping your nonprofit from being relevant. The idea of providing services that people are going to use in your community is for you to provide relevant services and to be a relevant provider. If you don't have the tools to keep that relevancy going, you put your nonprofit at risk. So I'm asking if if the staff at the nonprofit that you volunteer at or that's asking for your money, if they won't ask, I'm asking, please stop blocking the purchase of tools and resources such as computers and tablets and new cell phones and projectors. It's necessary. Upgrades to the building, they want new paint, they need new furniture. I don't know why people think nonprofits can just sit in old furniture and it's okay. No, it's okay to give your money towards that stuff because it helps with morale, especially if you can't pay large salaries for the hard work people do in nonprofits. But if you can donate that stuff, if your money can be used for that stuff, it makes a it makes a huge difference. So we're talking about money that nonprofits use to um, uh, to, to buy what they need. Uh, in addition to tools and supplies, program expenses, anything relevant to the program you, you are uh, running, you need money for, whether it's stipends, whether it's transportation, whether it's um, if it's interview clothing, et cetera. Um, and there are a bunch of other things nonprofits utilize extra program funds for. You need money to do that. In some cases, you need money for partnerships. Why? Well, depending on the program you're running, you may determine that a strategic partnership is essential to your work. Therefore, you need to hire or subcontract uh, another nonprofit or another organization to provide services to you and for you. So there are a bunch of expenses. And I'm sure, you know, those of you who are watching uh, may say, and especially those in the nonprofit industry may say there's much, much more. Uh, so I'm looking at my list and I'm seeing there may be expenses for licensing agreements 
and raising money uh, and doing uh, events to raise money. Those are expenses as well. And there's much more that is uh, that I, I didn't mention that others may say, hey, doc, you need to mention this too. Or, hey, don't forget this. I, all I'm saying for this particular podcast, nonprofits need money and they need money to pay for normal things. They are not abnormal uh, entities that are just grabbing money for money's sake. Nonprofits are doing awesome work. And if you're a donor, if you're thinking about supporting your local nonprofit or nonprofits, think about these things. Your dollars, no matter how small or large your gift is, makes a huge difference. A new computer can improve the morale of a staff person, which could result in more people served. Or a person who's already high on morale, high on work ethic, given a new computer, given a new tablet, they already serve a high number of people, but because they have new tech, they can serve more. They can do more. They can diversify more. And let me just say this uh, back to tech again. When you offer new tech to staff, it offers a dynamic uh, way of staff to do their work. And the more dynamic your nonprofit is in doing its work, the more creative it is in doing its work, the broader you can expand your funding opportunities. Why? Because now in your proposals, you're talking about ways you're reaching clients more effectively, more efficiently. You're having more impact because of technology. Staff doesn't have to worry about restarting their computer every 30 minutes or so. Staff don't have to worry about reloading an old copy or kicking and punching it so that it can start printing. Staff can just focus on doing the work because now they have a modern tablet or device that allows them to scan, to enter data, to, cop to copy client information all within moments and put the tablet down and re-engage personally. That makes a huge difference in how many people can be served, the quality of the services, the experience of the customer, the experience of the staff, etc. And this leads to incremental innovation in nonprofits. I can go on and on and on about this, but just think about this, that your resources that you're giving is essential. The resources you raise as a leader are essential for how that money is spent and how it makes a difference. So this is Dr. William Clark for Leadership Conversations. I hope you find this helpful and we'll see you in the next show.